Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning and happy Monday. This is the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. My name is Brendan and I am here with Kim Brown. Hello there. Hey, Kim. So we're sitting in Kim's lovely home and we are getting ready to read the scriptures for the week. Uh, Today we're going to be reading from Exodus 17. Um, And I think I'm going to start us off, right? Yes. Before I do, I just want to mention a couple things. Um, the Victory Point family, like the taco fiesta, is this Sunday after, it's the 15th. Yep. So it's after the worship gathering immediately following. Are you guys going to be there? Yes, we are. Okay, cool. Supposed to bring a salad okay. or something. Mm-hmm. I think we're bringing a salad as well. I don't salad know. or dessert. That's salad or dessert. Yes, um, everything else is provided. Yes, we are, my family signed up to bring a salad. I don't know necessarily what I'm going to bring yet, but we will bring something. And we are planning on attending, and I haven't officially signed up yet. Okay. So for those of you that are like myself that have not yet signed up, make sure you go online and do that. Yep, <laughs> it is possible still. Um, and then night of worship and prayer. Did you know we had this? I didn't. Okay, March 29 from 7 to 9 p.m. Ooh, I think it might be 6 to 8. Ah, I always confuse these things. Pretty sure it's 6 to 8. Night of worship and prayer, March 29, so you can be there. And then the last thing is that this podcast is still relatively new. So if you're listening to this, well, obviously you're listening to this, um, I encourage you to do whatever you need to do to subscribe and then share it with a friend. Um, Bible reading plan, acronym is BRP. So, you know, you could say, did you know that I like to burp? (laughs) And then somebody could say, what are you talking about? You know, Bible reading plan, that's something I like to do. And here's the podcast for it. It'd be a great conversation starter, I think. Nice. Yeah. That's the first thing I thought of too when you said that was burp. Yeah, burp. It's kind of weird, but yeah. it goes. It goes. Okay. So um, now that we have talked about all those things, let's dive into the scripture passages for today. Um, today's scripture passage is Exodus 17, verses 1 through 7. And this is when Moses is leading the Israelites through the wilderness. Here it is. From the wilderness of Sin, the whole congregation of the Israelites journeyed by stages, as the Lord commanded. They camped at Rephidim, but there was no water for the people to drink. The people quarreled with Moses and said, Give us water to drink. Moses said to them, Why do you quarrel with me? Why do you test the Lord? But the people thirsted there for water, and the people complained against Moses and said, Why did you bring us out of Egypt to kill us and our children and livestock with thirst? So Moses cried out to the Lord, What shall I do with this people? They are almost ready to stone me. The Lord said to Moses, Go on ahead of the people and take some of the elders of Israel with you. Take in your hand the staff with which you struck the Nile and go. I will be standing there in front of you on the rock at Horeb, Strike the rock, and water will come out of it, so that the people may drink. Moses did so, 
in the sight of the elders of Israel. He called the place Massah and Meribah because the Israelites quarreled and tested the Lord, saying, Is the Lord among us or not? That is some powerful scripture. And yes. I think, personally, I think it's very relatable. You look at the people are quarreling and they're, ba they're basically complaining. They're thirsty mm -hmm. and they're thriving. They're starving for something. They're, sorry, not thriving, but thirsting, starving for something. And they're, it seems to me that they, they're blaming Moses for them not having mm -hmm. something that they wanted mm -hmm. and that they desired. And I think it's human nature to kind of, in our times of struggle or the times that we might seem as though we're failing at something, we tend to blame others. Mm -hmm. But for me personally, the piece of scripture that stood out was in um, verse six, where it says, I will be Jesus is, or the Lord said to Moses, he says, I will be standing there in front of you on the rock. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, he was like literally standing in front of Moses on the rock. Uh -huh. Like, how amazing. I think it just gives me goosebumps just to even think about it. Yeah. Like, really, like he saw him standing there. I, you know, to tell you the truth, that was the first time I ever caught that was yeah. that, the reading we just did right there when I was reading. I was like, am I reading this right? <laughs> I did that too. I had to go back to it a couple of times uh -huh. after you read it. And then you kind of flip back. Wait, what? Uh -huh. And. Yeah, he was standing there. I think that's just powerful enough to know that, like, the Lord our God is in our midst, whether we're complaining or whether we're happy. Yeah. He's there for us. Yeah. He's willing to, that's incarnational right there. G God is showing up, which points to Jesus, you know, and, um, but uh, I, I love that God is willing to come down and be with the people. Um, and I, I don't know how to explain that. Like there's other times where God's like, no, Moses, you can't see my presence. I'm not going to let you. Right. right. Um, so it's really, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff in the Old Testament where it's like, how did really, <laughs> you know, and I think this is one of those times uh, that sticks out to me. Um, yeah. So I was noticing about that. I, I also want to go back to like what you said about complaining. This is um, a portion of of Exodus where it's just the, the murmuring, all the people just complaining yeah. and complaining and complaining. And it seems like they're always saying things were better in Egypt right? before we left. Why can't we, did you, why did you bring us out here? What are we doing here? Why and, do we listen to you? Yeah. And on one hand, you're like, are you guys crazy? You, this is what you wanted. You were crying out in Egypt, but then again, I'm so glad this is in here because that's how I act all the time. You know, I God delivers us from something or we move on from a stage and then we right. complain about the, because moving into new things is hard and it's not always direct or, you know, a linear line to success and happiness. Oftentimes there's adjustments and letting, even though slavery was, was excruciatingly painful and oppressive to them, it's still something they were attached to. And it was familiar and comfortable. It was their way. It was their way, even though it was a bad way. Did. Yep. Isn't isn't that how it is in life? Like we're stuck to the things that are bad for us. And when they are taken away, even when God takes them away, it's like, oh man, I kind of miss that now. And I wish I could go back to the way things used to be. This false nostalgia of painting the past as more rosy than it really is. Right. 
And that keeps us stuck in so many ways, I feel like, not just as individuals, but also as like people, a church, um, a small group, a missional community, a like a nation, you know, like we tend to look at the past as if it's this amazing thing, but oftentimes it's, it's what's actually, that's the feeling that's actually holding us back from embracing the journey God has for us. Yeah. We need to embrace change. Yeah. And a lot of times I think we fear it Yep. or we're not, because it puts us out of our comfort zone and we're not okay with that, Yep. but we need to just embrace it and know that it's, you know, God's calling us to do something different. And God, God provides us for us in the midst of it anyways. Yeah. He does. I mean, this is an example. I mean, we'll see it in the Psalm, I think tomorrow, uh, Psalm 95. Yep. It talks about this instance as God's judgment on the people. You know, God was really angry and upset about this, but even so, God provides for them. He give, He feeds them. I mean, he doesn't feed them, but he, he provides for their thirst. He quenches them. Yeah. And uh, that's just, I feel like the grace of God, the mercy of God to even when the people are, are complaining and, you know, whining and saying, we want to go back to Egypt, basically disowning him and the work he's done for them. He still is a good God that provides for him nonetheless. Yeah. And I, I kind of look at it a little bit, even in like our prayer lives, hmm. a lot of the times when we go to God, we ask him for things because we're always striving to have something different or something better, or we're complaining in a roundabout way mm-hmm. by asking and he's still there. Yeah. And he's still listening and he's going to arrive on our rock and he's mm-hmm. going to show up and he's going to be present and he's going to quench us. Yeah, that's good. I like that. And um, there's other parts in scripture in the Psalms, enter his course with thanksgiving or enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. How important it is in our prayers to like acknowledge that God has done something good for us. Right. We have received from God and that um, changes our posture in prayer. Sweet. Well, thanks, Kim. Let's um, tomorrow we're going to be reading Psalm 95. So um, happy Monday, and we'll see you on Tuesday. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.